If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California Independent System Operator is overseeing the California power grid, and it has restricted maintenance this week to try and prevent blackouts during this heat wave we're going to experience over Labor Day weekend and those excessive heat warnings. Again, through Labor Day weekend through Tuesday, the California Independent System Operator has told utilities to stop any maintenance to ensure power plants stay online this week. So the restriction on maintenance is going to run from noon today to 2 p.m. through Tuesday of next week to help prevent rolling blackouts. This was last in place about two weeks ago. I don't know if you remember. Uh, The state was forced to declare a flex alert uh, calling for voluntary cutbacks to protect the power grid. Well, Uber wants to make sure you're safe when taking a ride share. The company has updated the app safety features, and I think this is really cool. There are now four options in the safety toolkit. So when you tap the shield, you'll have the choice of calling 911, contacting an ADT safety agent, sharing trip information, or reporting a safety issue with Uber directly. So once you open the safety chat, Uber's app will automatically fill in the first message with vehicle details, your location, and your destination details. So it kind of sucks that we have to think this way. We want to think that we should be able to trust people, but it's just another way for us to stay safe. Dolly Parton can now add pet couture to her ever-expanding list of entrepreneurial endeavors. She recently launched, are you ready, Doggy Parton. (laughs) (laughs) It's a clothing and toy line for, of course, pups uh, that also features accessory collars and leashes. The brand has launched on Amazon already. And if you don't think that I've already added some stuff to my cart, then you've lost your mind because I'm definitely going to get some stuff (laughs) for Amy on Amazon today. Uh, Part of every doggy part and purchase will actually help fund and support Willoughby Farms. It's a rescue in Tennessee where animals are in need to find their never ending love and care. And you can learn more about that uh, via Doggy Parton on Amazon. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. This turkey tastes half as good as it looks. Let's go talk some turkey. Yes, turkey. Ah, now you are talking turkey, are you not? Oh, the poor turkey fell down. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> probably think that it's a little too early to be hearing turkeys and Thanksgiving. But if you're one of those people that, maybe like me, you think pumpkin things, pumpkin spice latte maybe arriving a little too soon, then this is probably way too soon. Butterball just released a bunch of predictions for Thanksgiving, which is almost three months away. Whoa, that's crazy to think about. But you're you're okay with all the pumpkin stuff yeah. happening, even though it's August. I'm ready for Christmas. But it's too early for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm notorious for getting ready for holidays way too early. I wish pumpkin spice would have came out a month ago. I wish Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I am all for this. I am ready for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, well... <laughs> I guess some people think that Labor Day is the unofficial start of fall. 
Uh, but I think your birthday is the unofficial start of fall because today is Tanner's birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but before we get into that, I want to talk about a few of these highlights from these Thanksgiving predictions. Tanner, you want to kick us off? 90% of Americans plan to celebrate Thanksgiving this year. It's been lower than the past two years because of the pandemic, of course. Oh, only 90%. Interesting. Okay, other data from Butterball. 85% will serve turkey, and there's no data yet on which sides we're going to be serving this year, so I'm curious about that. Expect slightly more first-time hosts this November. That's up 4% from last year, so a lot of young people will be hosting, and I've hosted Thanksgiving before, and it's very stressful for first-time hosts, so if you're going to a household with a first-time host, make sure to have a little patience. Be kind. Okay. Uh, another highlight, the last one we're going to share with you from the Butterball Turkey um, Thanksgiving predictions. Most people say inflation is definitely a concern for their Thanksgiving dinners and lunches. It won't prevent them from celebrating. Uh, only 24% of people said they might cook from scratch. Uh, so, Tanner, are you going to be hosting Thanksgiving this year again? Like, what's your situation for Thanksgiving this year? Yeah, I mean, with Thanksgiving this year, I'm not going back to my home state of Washington and and I'm having Thanksgiving at my apartment, and anyone that wants to come is welcome in my house. Oh. So if you and Cole want to come over, please come over. I'm going to cook a turkey oh. and be happy and merry. It's going to be a bunch of us and a bunch of random people from Sonoma County just <laughs> crammed into your tiny apartment. What is the guy from the uh, gas station doing here? <laughs> luckily, I am actually going to go back to Georgia this year for Thanksgiving. Cole's family is going to host Thanksgiving. Nice. And I think our families are going to come together, and I'm like, thank you. God, because last year I tried to make food for Thanksgiving and it was an absolute disaster. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify which one or am I going to fool her today? Our record is tied up at 25 because we are tied up and we're going to see if Amber can guess the headline in a haystack. Okay. Here's headline number one. Go-karting on highway leads to arrest. Headline number two. Woman creates havoc in dressing room leads to arrest. And headline number three, Cheeto Fingers leads to arrest. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to go with my gut on this one. I'm just going to go with the one I think is the funniest, which is the Cheeto Fingers. Well, that is <sighs> not the headline in a haystack. I'm going to go with, oh, no, go-karts. That is... <laughs> Absolutely the headline in a haystack. Should have gone with my gut. Should have gone with the gut. You know, when I was a kid, I fantasized about driving a go-kart everywhere as a vehicle. Yeah, I fantasized about owning one. Yeah. Never happened. <laughs> well, it's not too late. You can get one now. Just don't drive it on the highway. Uh. So the California Highway Patrol arrested a man in Sherman Oaks, California, for joyriding on the 101 on a go-kart. The man was driving slowly in the right lane as cars went by him. Officer stopped the man. His friends were filming him so they could post the video online. The guy was cited for unlawful operation and impeding traffic. Unlawful operation. <laughs> oh, man. Headline in a haystack. 
You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So what influences your decision to maybe get rid of things, more specifically clothes? Do you have any advice? I'm trying to think of like the psychology behind this because I'm cleaning out my closet right now and I'm having trouble getting rid of certain things. Yeah, you see those things and it's, is it nostalgia for you? Or is it, what is it? I have no idea. So I share a closet with my fiance, Cole. You share a closet with Cammie, right? Your oh, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and so if I buy new things, I have to get rid of other things uh, because the closet will just get jam packed and it's currently overflowing. So next I, thing you know, <laughs> are your clothes are sandwiched together. Yeah. You don't know what you have anymore. Yeah, I can't find anything. I'm like, where's that one top? Uh, So I'm trying to get rid of stuff. And I did get rid of a bunch of things, but it doesn't look like I even made a dent. So I need need to get rid of more. And it's really silly because I swear to you, I don't wear half of them. But if I pull out a sweater, I'm like, oh, this is, I love this sweater. I could wear it on Christmas Day because it's fuzzy and it's red. I think something you could do, I do this whenever I get rid of clothes. You take what you most recently wore and you put it at the front of your clothes in your closet, and then you realize what you don't wear because it gets pushed and pushed to the back. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> recently I did a color organization, mm. and I thought that would help. I'm like, okay, I don't have, I don't use any of this. And then the color organization didn't work, so I just went in there and I took everything out, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's get rid of this, get rid of this. <laughs> and I just don't know why I can't. I'm just like, I'm never going to wear this. I found stuff with the tags on it yeah. still. Why but is it hard go. for you to get rid of clothes? I don't know. Uh, what What do you think the psychology behind it is? Why, why, why couldn't you get rid of something, Tanner? Well, I can't get rid of clothes ever because I have outgrown a lot of my clothes, meaning I gained a bunch of weight. And I always convince myself I'm going to fit back into those old clothes. And so I have this wardrobe of like large shirts, 32 size pants. I'm like, I'll fit back into those someday. He did not fit back into those someday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I needed some advice. So we asked it on Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What influences your decision to get rid of things? And a lot of you are giving great advice. Like Julie from Santa Rosa. She said, does it fit if it's comfortable? Do I feel confident and pretty? If the answer is a no, then I get rid of it. Oh, Hmm. that's a good one. Do I feel pretty in this? I'll start Um, saying that to myself. Do I look pretty? (laughs) (laughs) Naomi from Georgia says, Uh, You can ask yourself, have I worn this in the last four months? How many times did I wear it that season? Is it in good condition? And Danielle from Geyserville said, I have a friend come over and let them give me their opinion. I have some pretty honest friends, so they do not hold back. I don't think I can handle that. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. When the sun comes up. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Have you been at a bar and thought, oh, this place would be better if the crowd was more my age? Well, there's actually a place that's uh, apparently filling your vibe on that. There's a bar in LA, it's called the Melody Bar and Grill, and they have a policy that you have to be 30 years old to get in on Fridays and Saturday nights. Two women actually uh, posted on TikTok about it. They said they were carded and then rejected because they're still in their 20s, which nothing wrong with that. Uh, And if you're thinking that this is illegal, 
I looked it up. There's actually no rule against a bar doing this. And while it may seem questionable or a questionable business strategy, a lot of older adults online are celebrating this place in the comments. Like one person said, all the 30 year olds are like, take me to the promised land. And I saw another person said, I know it hurts right now, but when you are 30, you will understand. And another person said, that seems nice. I bet the bathrooms are clean. But in my opinion, even though I am 30 plus, I don't think the rejection is necessary. I think there are certain places where age groups go to hang out like just naturally. I'm thinking about when I was in college, there was definitely a side of town that the older students, the younger adults and the professionals all hung out. And the young students tended to avoid these areas. They had their own places. So I say, let the youngins come into your bar. They'll spend their money. They'll quickly find out that the bar isn't their vibe. It isn't their spot. They'll probably feel this way because all the 30 plus people will be staring at them and telepathically saying, get out. This is our bar. And I I feel that way as a 30 plus adult. There are places where I go to hang out. And, you know, if a young person comes in, sure, that's fine. But it's it's probably not their vibe considering everyone's back is hurting and they have wrinkles and they're not like that at all. Um, So even though the person who posted on TikTok admitted that they'll probably like the policy in a few years, they're totally cool with the rule. They went somewhere else. But what do you think? Should this bar be allowed to reject patrons who are under 30? Or do you think that this is wrong? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 44% of parents say this is the grossest thing they touch in their home. What is it? Here's a clue. It's a handle. Here's another clue. Nothing to do with the toilet or the bathroom. Uh, Here's your final clue. This one will probably give it away. It's kitchen. Cord from Windsor. What's your guess for today's Mindbender? Refrigerator door handle. Cord, that is correct. Congratulations. You're going to the malicious monster truck door. All right. That's happening September 16th and 17th. And Cord, you're going to see monster trucks. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Yeah, this town's been telling me I've done some things I never did. Hey, this is Paul from Sebastopol wishing Tanner a very happy birthday. Hi, Tanner. This is Deanna from Hidden Valley Lake, your California mom. I'm just wishing you a happy, happy birthday. Have a great day. Yo, Tanner. Good morning. This is Reggie from Hillsburg. Wishing you a very happy birthday, my brother. Many more to come. Hi, this is your girlfriend, Cammie. Happy birthday. You deserve the best, and I love you. Have a great day. Happy birthday, Tanner. Happy birthday, Tanner. Hope you have a good day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Bro, I am <laughs> absolutely speechless right now. <laughs> so some of the folks here on Froggy 92.9 that listen every single day wanted to do this for you and wish you a very happy birthday. How you feeling? I'm feeling so good now. <laughs> Honestly, Amber, I woke up this morning and I was like, 
It's going to be such a weird birthday today. Why? I don't got a lot going on. I'm not doing anything, but good golly. <laughs> just thank you so much. And I walked into the studio this morning. Uh, you coordinated everyone at work to write a really nice card for me yeah. with a Taco Bell gift card. And this is really... Thanks to you, Amber. A, a fantastic <laughs> birthday. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank uh, you so much. You're welcome. Uh, we started a Tanner's Taco Fund. <laughs> and I went to Taco Bell yesterday, and the lady there was like, you're Amber from Amber Tanner in the morning. Where's Tanner? And I was like, oh, I'm secretly buying him a Taco Bell gift card <laughs> right now for his birthday. I love how everyone at Taco Bell knows who I am. Uh, Not so, because of the morning show, just as a customer. As a customer. Uh, so what are you going to do for your birthday today? How old are you turning? Tell us about your birthday today. I'm turning 26 today. Oh. Which is, He's old. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> no, I, I still, uh, you know, it's crazy just to think, you know, how long we've been here in Sonoma County because we started this morning show when I was 22. Yeah. And today I woke up and I was like, man, time is just flashing on by. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to Petaluma to go to some sort of bookstore slash cat adoption place today. That's what okay. I've been told. But mm. other than that, I have no idea. Just work in that and go home. Well, I got you this happy birthday ribbon. Oh, my gosh. I'm putting that on it, right it, now. What does it say? It says, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Happy birthday, Tanner. Thank you so much, Amber. Happy birthday. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Jessica. Jessica just got her nails done, and Barry Martindale is on tip duty. Hello? Hi, is this Jessica? Uh, This is Jessica. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of... Oh, uh, okay, uh, what's going on? You got your nails done last week, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I go there all the time. Well, you didn't leave a good tip. Were you not happy with your service? I'm sorry, can you just tell me who you were again? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I handle all customer service-related things with your spa. Okay, um... I, yeah, I was there a week ago and I left a tip and I, I think I left a nice tip. I always do. Well, not really. It's obvious that you have a problem with your nail tech. Are you lying and being deceptive to me right now? Excuse me. Um, I'm not being deceptive and I've never had an issue with my nail tech. Um, I appreciate her. She does a great job and I tip her well for it. Well, it's obvious that you have a problem with her and she's, uh, to be honest, she's kind of tired of being your personal therapist and to not leave a valuable tip on top of that. My God, what's the matter with you? Excuse me. You just asked me what's the matter with me? Oh, I did. Cause I'm curious. Sir, what is the matter with you? I, and what business is it of, a, is it of yours? It's business. And, and I, I don't believe she said that. I am a good client, and I tip her very well every time she does my nails. Well, it's every obvious time. that you're cheap. Did you just call me cheap? Oh, I did. Excuse me. You have no idea who I am. I am a very generous person, and it's important to me not to be cheap, so don't ever call me that. You know who you are? I know exactly who you are. You're a bad tipper. And oh. we're... We're going to have to charge you a $200 fine if you ever want to see your nail tech again. Are you kidding me? I want to speak to her. I, I don't even believe this. This is, if I ever want to see her, I've been seeing her for like eight years. Are you kidding me? You're going to find me? Who are you to find me? What are you talking about? You want to know who I am? Me? You want to know who I am, Jessica? Do you really want to know? Yeah, I really want to know who you are. You've been Martindale.
My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Are you serious? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. You have no style or sense of fashion. Keen sense of fashion. The kid's got an odd fashion sense. Well, we want to know what your fashion pet peeve is. Heinz has partnered with a thrift store to sell ketchup-stained clothes online. It's called the Heinz Vintage Drip Collection, and there are 157 secondhand pieces, each with a unique Heinz ketchup stain. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) What is with the obsession with ketchup right now? Because Rihanna just recently released this ketchup makeup. What? Yeah. You're kidding. It's, It's like... Is it ketchup or is it lipstick? Who knows? See, I love ketchup, but not that much. To have a ketchup stained shirt or ketchup, what was it, lipstick? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can I can just stain my shirt with ketchup without having to pay a bunch of money for it. Yeah, and I bet the shirts are <laughs> probably like $110. I'm I look it up. get so annoyed with things like this. Specifically, I get annoyed with designer shoes that are already scuffed up and look like they've been worn worn for five years. Yeah. I even saw a pair of New Balances that already had uh, grass stains on them uh, when you buy it. And when it comes to shoes, I understand things like having holes in your jeans, buying it like that. But with shoes that are already messed up, I'm sorry, I cannot get on board. Yeah, I, I feel that. Or like the really expensive Balenciaga Crocs, the platform <laughs> ones. Yeah. Like, there's no reason... For that, yeah, we don't need to pay that much money for Crocs or have them platform in general. It just seems really <laughs> unrealistic to want to be able to walk in those. Now I'm gonna be curious and look it up after At the, the show. Balenciaga Crocs. Yeah, yeah came, they came out a couple of years ago. It was like such a terrible idea for fashion. Maybe I can finally be over six foot. <laughs> I mean, I like platform shoes, just not on Crocs. Uh, do you have a fashion pet peeve except for the? Balenciaga? Oh, yeah. So I do not like those alien spaceship-looking sunglasses that everyone's wearing now. (laughs) Like Nicole Kidman, there's a picture of her on the internet with them. And I'm like, we're going to come to regret this. Yeah. This is one of the fashion trends we're going to regret. People are taking the early 2000s trend and just exploiting it. (laughs) I don't even know if those were popular in the early 2000s. It certainly looks like it. They're gross. Uh, Alexandra (laughs) from Sonoma, what is your fashion pet peeve? I hate it when people sag their pants. You just want to go up behind them and just pull down their pants and say, See, told you, keep your pants up where they belong. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. What is the strangest, most interesting Southern food you've tried? Third Street Works is having another kitchen pop-up next week. Tanner, what's the day again? Oh, I put this in my calendar. You saw me do this. <laughs> September 6th. I cannot wait. So it's going to be a, pie, a pop-up called Bayou on the Bay. We had the guys from Third Street Works in here yesterday, as well as Chef Bradley from Bayou on the Bay in the studio. And he's from Louisiana. He's Cajun through and through. He's got Rue and Jambalaya running through his veins. He's super nice guy. But some of the stuff stuff he'll be cooking up at Third Street Elworks next week, I've never had before. Yeah, I've it's never heard Cajun. of this gumbo ramen that yes. he's working on. I've never heard of something like that. I am really excited to try that. I'm excited to try a crawfish deviled egg. I, I've never had that before. 
That's got to probably be up there on one of the most interesting Southern foods I've ever tried. Uh, but Tanner, what is the most interesting Southern food you've ever had? I've had gator on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally exactly what you think. It's on. It's a gator. It's a just random meat. And it's on a stick and honestly tastes just like chicken. I loved it. Yeah, it tastes like chicken. It might be a little more gamey or gamier than chicken, uh, but it's good. I have no problem with gamey food, by the way. I'll (laughs) I'll eat that stuff all day long. I think the most interesting Southern food I've ever had is uh, turtle soup. Turtle Mm. soup? Yeah, my my friend Brandon's grandpa made it once. I've never heard of such a thing. I still remember the way it tastes. What does it taste like? I don't know how to describe it, but it was pretty good. Did it, it taste tangy. like chicken? It was tangy. It kind of <laughs> tasted like chicken. Yeah, yeah. everything does. <laughs> does everything taste like chicken or does everything taste like turtles? We'll never know. Everything just <laughs> tastes like chicken. All right. Well, we've got Natalie from Sebastopol on the phone. Natalie, what is the strangest, most interesting Southern food you've tried? What's your story? Okay. My first husband had a grandfather who was kind of like an outdoorsy type of guy and there was this tray covered in foil, and I find out it's Cajun blackened raccoon. Then turtle stew and rabbit something, but the, the, the highlight of his personal table was the Cajun blackened raccoon, and it was, it was a little alarming. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends, they only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Sid from Katadi, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, I'm so ready. (laughs) This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Sid, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Sounds good. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Oh, the only thing I'm smelling this morning is the winner, and it's sure not Amber. Oh, my <laughs> God. Half a point bonus oh, rewarded. Wow. Amber's out of the studio. Here's question one. Leonardo DiCaprio is single again. Sid, name this movie. This 1996 release had to be released on two separate VHS tapes because it was so long, and it has to do with a giant ship that sank. That would be the Titanic. Correct. Question two. Chris Young says that he's missed performing live. The deluxe version of Chris's album Famous Friends is out now. Who collabs with Chris on the song Famous Friends? I don't know. Skip. Question three. Tom Hanks is launching a trivia game for Apple TV+. True or false, Tom Hanks is a California native. True. Correct. Question four. Shania Twain is going to judge a reality TV singing competition in the UK. What was Shania Twain's first number one hit? Was it A, Man I Feel Like a Woman, B, Any Man of Mine, or C, That Don't Impress Me Much? I'm gonna go with A. That is incorrect. Mm. Question five. Kevin Costner is the highest paid TV star. He stars in Yellowstone. There's a prequel of the show called 1883. Which country star is a lead in the show? That's Tim McGraw. That is correct. Yep, right on the money. Gonna bring Amber back in. I would have taken either, to be honest with you, Sid. What's up? Okay. Amber, Sid from Katati got three and a half out of five today. Wow. Boom. Okay. You're going shooting. 
Here's question one, Amber. Leonardo DiCaprio is single again. Name the movie. This 1996 release had to be released on two separate VHS tapes because it was so long and has to do with a giant ship that sank. Titanic. Correct. Sid also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question two. Chris Young says that he's missed performing live. The deluxe version of Chris's album, Famous Friends, is out now. Who collaborates with Chris on the song, Famous Friends? Kane Brown. Correct. Sid got that incorrect. Two to one. Amber is up. Question three. Tom Hanks is launching a trivia game for Apple TV+. True or false, Tom Hanks is a California native. I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, I'm going to go with... True. Correct. He's from Concord. Oh, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah. Total, total guess on that one. Sid also got that correct. Three to two is a score. Question four. Shania Twain is going to judge a reality TV singing competition show in the UK. What was Shania Twain's first number one hit? Was it A, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, B, Any Man of Mine, or C, That Don't Impress Me Much? I'm going to go with Be Any Man of Mine. That is correct. Yay! It was released in 1995. <laughs> Sid got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up four to two. And here's question five. Kevin Costner is the highest paid TV star. He stars in Yellowstone. There is a prequel of the show called 1883. Which country star is a lead in the show? Uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are both in it. That's correct. I would have taken either or. Either one? Yep, either okay. one. The final score, Amber wins five to three and a half out of five. Sid, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. Uh, I'm not wicked smarter than Amber. But you're still going to Twin Pine Casino on Friday, September 9th to see Wonder Bread 5. <laughs> Sid, awesome. you, you are going thanks to which morning show? To Amber and Tanner in the morning on Fraggy 92.9. Yes, I have another issue with my landlord. Now, this is like the 15th time that my landlord and I have scuffled, even though this time I haven't said anything yet. So, we have a heat wave coming up this weekend. It's going to reach triple digits here in Santa Rosa. And my landlord posted notes on everyone's doors to only use AC for two hours at a time, then three hours off. And I know what you're probably thinking. It's probably because fear of blackouts because the heat wave and stuff like that. But she said, that's not the case. It's because of the noise. I don't know if you can do this. Right? Because if you're paying your own electric bill, if you're paying PG&E yourself, it shouldn't matter. Exactly. It's not like the apartment complex is paying for my electricity bill. I'm paying PG&E, and it's a lot every month. Due to noise. Yeah. It was on everyone's door? Everybody's. And here's the strange thing. The note also said that she would be personally checking every unit. So she's just sitting around setting a timer for herself for different units going back and forth because personally, that's not how I'd want to spend my Saturday. This is a landlord with a little too much to do. <laughs> yeah. So do you think I'm going to be out of town for this situation? Uh, so thankfully, I won't be affected. But I'm thinking about all the other people that live in the apartment complex. Like, what if someone has a health issue and needs to have the, the AC on? Yeah. Or, you know, what if their pets are there and they can't cool themselves? Yeah. You know, it's just we got to do what's best for ourselves and our and our pets and our kids. Yeah. You know, we don't want our kids to overheat. But, you know, I, I 
I've never ran into this situation before. It's it's not an issue back where I'm from. So all this heat wave stuff is new to me. Yeah, there was never really like a heat wave. It's just so bizarre to me. And it's the question is, well, is it time to move out? Which is a valid question, but also the rent is so cheap. <laughs> yeah, know? I get that. I get that. Amber and when song comes till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.